Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today uno i like yo i forgot about this bitch's voice i hate that so much i hate i hate the we're recording you yeah i think it's got to be legal after that guy got caught jerking off do you have music going on in your head that you're doing this to, or are you like just flowing? No, dude, I'm just I'm just vibing. Vibing, yeah. I te- when I texted Josh to like try to get him on the podcast, uh, when when Is we're back, we'll let us later. He, I go, what are you gonna do like the Sunday of Labor Day? And he's like, I don't know, probably just vibe. And I was like, hell yeah, brother, you are available hey. to come in. If anybody knows how to vibe, it's this this guy, you. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll comedy, mushroom, Colts <laughs> podcast. Uh, Joe Briggs trying to trying to steal our podcast and started up with Mike Strank and uh, that. Girl I thought you were gonna does. say trying to steal it and just vibe because I was like, I'm all about the vibe today, dude. I I think it's a good day. Like it's been one of those like fuck it kind of days, but like not in a bad way. Just like I think everybody that I've run into today yeah. has been like. Do you know what, man? Fuck the man. Uh, fuck the system. Like this is all. Like we're all kind of fucked, but like, hey, let's still enjoy it. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Uh, is, oh, it's pink. Sorry, I'm gonna put this back. My room's pink right now. I thought it was on white, and I was like, it looks weird in here. There we go. I think it looks weirder with like regular light. That's probably just my body. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a genetic thing. We're like uh, Superman. I shouldn't be viewed in regular light. The sun makes me weaker. Um, or is that vampires? I think vampires, it makes you weaker. Is but it depends it? on what vampires do. That's the thing I don't like about vampires. I think vampires are a weak uh, movie trope because it depends on what movie you're in on what vampires can do. Like uh, like Dracula, like the sun kills them. Um, uh, what we do in the shadows, like it, it burns like them. Like kills them, yeah. Um, but Twilight, like they sparkle. Um, so you you know what I just thought of that since he's not on yet, what I thought of that we can come up with a bit right now, and then do it when he's on. Well, I think the bit. I mean, you you could literally do a bit the whole time because he doesn't know you. So yeah, like, I know, that's... but we we could ask him questions and then when he answers them, just be like, "That's incorrect." Oh, that's and funny. I'll hit him with the red light, and then I'll be like, "That's correct," and hit him with the green light. It'll be like Wheel of Fortune or whatever show it is. Yeah, I like that. Um, that's also one of the cool things about this podcast is when people are like, "What's it about?" and we're like, and and I'm like, "It's about anything and everything. It's about life. It's about you. It's about me." Yeah, pretty much every single person that's ever been a guest on it, I'll be like, "Hey, you want to do Ray and I's podcast?" And they'll say, "Yeah, but what are we going to talk about? What's the topic?" And I just go, "Isn't one." Yeah. We just go. And whatever happens, happens. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's really great. And those are the only two options. I think there's only really been like one stinker. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Katie Moynihan. No, I'm just... 
I was going to say Dylan, um, but <laughs> I, I know that he for sure hasn't listened. So uh, I will openly say Dylan's episode sucks. <laughs> so, I was just messing with Katie. Katie's was good. <laughs> yeah, um, we can we can pimp out our um, podcast extravaganza um, that's coming up in a couple weeks. You guys won't hear it for like a few weeks at least, but we got a podcast a extravaganza years. coming up. We got... We just got. We're, we're, are we just talking? Are you just talking about how we're going to record everyone that we know in one day? A podcasting marathon with different clothes, different changes. Can you? So here's part of me like is excited about it because we're going to have like a a while with no breaks in us recording. Like we we just like we'll have episodes and then like we can continue to record whenever and then just like add them to the end of that. Yeah. And so like it, there's not going to be like there's not going to be a break in the stream. But also, like, that day, even though this is fun and, like, every time we do it in person, like, an hour goes by in, like, a second, like, it's just going to be – that's half a work day of just straight yeah. talking. Yeah, dude. I was – I almost, like, messaged Bill and, and was going to be – and was going to ask him, you know, how do you do this on the radio for 20 hours straight? But they have commercial breaks. Like, they oh, have – Well, we're, we're going to take, like, fivers in between each episode, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be straight, like, four hours total. Yeah. I'm a big fan of taking peas, and I'm going to have to pee in between episodes. What just happened? You kind of lost you. Oh, I'm trying to text, uh, trying to get uh, um, Cody set up. Um, Because we do have a guest. It's just we're not very good. Like, so all of the good work that we did earlier planning two (laughs) weeks from now, has just like completely caught up with today when we're like, oh yeah, everything's solid. Let's plan something from two weeks from now instead of yeah. making sure uh, our guest from today is on. Yeah, I mean, he'll figure it out. He seems like a smart lad. He's cool. I like him. Uh, time zones, dude, are like a motherfucker, you know? How, how, so like, I mean, it's cool because we're giving the crowd a little peek behind the curtain right now. So when he comes on, how hot do you want me to go at him? Right out of the gate. Like, you I want come you to at go like hard. A, like a cruise I want, missile? So I want you... Let's play this like you didn't know I fucked this up. So I want you to be like, hey man, uh, this is real professional of you to show up on time. And like, thanks for joining us even a little late. Like little barbs. It's going to be so fucking mean. I love it. Is he, is he going to be fine with it? Like in the long run when we tell him it's a bit... Yeah, he's gonna be cool. Uh, he's be cool. Okay. our guest. If he ever figures it out, um, is Cody Krapulowski. He's also gonna tell us how to say his name correctly, um, and because I don't know how to say it correctly, but um, so there's that. But he's like Since, uh, my buddy from is, Appleton. Your last name's like so easy. Do you get pissy when other people have hard last names? I mean, I get pissy when people have like unnecessarily hard last names. Like, so you just hate the Polish? Yeah, I feel like the gonna, Nazis had it right. I, I mean, if you're gonna make me make that leap, like if they would have stopped at the poles, I think we would have been okay. If they, oh my god, <laughs> they don't control any banks. Like what? What? Like why would it have? Sorry. That was that, see if I would have stopped at the polls, we would have been okay. Um, but no, I just like want to say on behalf of all of our sponsors that this is not indicative 
of our view as a podcast and uh, thank you great clips for your continued partnership yeah thanks great clips uh you've been doing real good um Just lately send on us the, the check anytime, anytime the real good clips. clips um so i i wanted to do that the the real good clips um but yeah i got my haircut on saturday that was or no maybe that was friday it was friday i got my haircut and it was real fun because like this is a, a pretty decent podcast uh conversation uh because our uh the barber that i go to um they are people of color who who run the the barber shop so they do not look like us so it's like a nice little like have you ever seen the movie barber shop um with with the iced cube and eve i believe yeah okay okay so like the one with the paw prints on her boobies um that lady um yeah so it's kind of like that but it's a lot more like there's not as many cameras and like um not as many hijinks but like we talked about um how like michael jackson uh wasn't into women for a little bit then we also talked about quincy jones how he wasn't into women and then uh the owner of the barbershop almost kicked out one of his friends by equating the gay struggle to the black struggle it was like a really interesting like uh conversation to be a white person in watching two black guys argue about uh the gay struggle versus the black struggle it was a very like i feel like a white woman should have to sit into sit in that situation before she makes a facebook post did you so did you contribute anything or were you more along the lines of just thanks for the haircut you did really um i contributed work. because i mean they were talking about quincy jones and i was like hey quincy jones was up to a lot of uh like he was into dudes like he was into like because it broke but, off into like if you were like that famous for that long would you try banging dudes eventually and i was like well if i'm quincy jones like i'm like quincy jones probably had sex with everything that he could because he was quincy jones like why wouldn't you just try it and 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 if it's all it's all on the ta- it's like all of it is on the table so i mean he can do pretty much whatever he wants right i mean i'm not saying that like obviously consensually he should consent but um when you're that famous it's pretty much just people throwing themselves at you i think so you can get you can do anything right well right and it's like one of those and my argument is like all right let's say you are quincy jones and you get to like obviously That's like a gross again, level of fame too i, I don't gross I don't level do of that. fame consent yeah. just completely like a genius as well and you just have like the most attractive um like women men every single thing that you want um you can get at a drop of a hat so even if you're like hey let's go with um sorry i'm trying to fucking do four things at once but like if you can have like the best steak every single day of your life aren't you gonna want to try like chicken at some point like aren't you gonna want to try fish at some point like you're gonna try a little bit of everything yeah i mean if you can afford fish you can afford fish right but like you're also like i mean that's why like uh david bowie probably was trying underage girls he got sick of banging of age people and dudes women everybody of age so he was like do you know what age is just a number when it comes to uh ziggy stardust there's no age there's no <laughs> there's no uh age limits in space this is the third fucking day in a row somebody's like tried to ruin david bowie for me because they're like oh you love this thing let's fuck it up for you 
Uh, it was like you today, Jimmy Killius yesterday said the same thing. Hey, can I ask you, can I uh, do a smooth transition to a different topic and see what you think about it? Um, can I just really say that the only reason I brought up David Bowie uh, that early is because I paid money to go see Kanye West on Thursday. Um, and a lot of, yeah, I'm super hype about it. But like a lot of people are like, everybody forgets that Kanye was like pro-Trump. And I was like, well, everybody also forgets that Kanye was like anti-George W. Bush and like uh, also got more people out of jail than anybody else. But yeah, let's focus on like the pro-Trump thing. But yeah, we can uh, transition there. But I also All wanted right. to like bury David Bowie because compared to Kanye West, David Bowie was like the devil. So um, you can't statutorily rape people and then just be brought up to like somebody who wore a hat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What, what am How I about fucking a smooth to transition? Do you ever have a? This is we're gonna switch to anxiety because that's what I want. That's I just want to see if anyone else has this. Do you ever get so anxious that you almost like you? you it's like such bad social anxiety that you almost have trouble talking because you're so worried about fucking up what you're gonna say that you actually do. Yeah, I think that's normal people. It's or normal. At least the, I don't know if it's normal, but that's like. My anxiety and depression, and not to just completely hijack your mental no, health please, moment. No, please. It's a sincere question, um, yeah. But, like, that was, like, one of the things that, like, why I liked doing comedy and why I liked, like, you can be, like, aggressive and, like, be defensive, but, like, you have to do it as long as it's funny, it's fine. Yeah. So you didn't have to, like, learn how to, like, overcome anxiety. You just had to, like deflect it and almost be a bully like it's that's kind of like what it is it's like it's basically being a bully where you're like you're so fucking dumb you're gay you're this you're whatever so don't pay attention to me because i'm afraid that you're gonna see my flaws and mess mm -hmm. it up where like if i go and like talk to somebody it's so much easier to be like hey nice glasses and like neg somebody right off the rip and then just be like well that's how i make friends instead of being like yeah. hey man can we like not be that's <laughs> so it's so it's like actually that's a good point i mean because i feel like i've been having like lately i've been good with anxiety as far as shows go like i haven't had a lot of panic attacks before shows yeah but now i've been like socially awkward to the point where i'll be talking to somebody and then i'll fudge a word and then i'll just be in my own head like your brain's going your brain's going it's fucked and then it's really not it's really just anxiety but it's just so fucking weird why tired. why do you think that you've been why do you think that you hit like a real big big anxiety streak like because you've been dealing with like the pre-show um and i mean if you don't want to talk about this you don't want to talk no about it's fine time. i don't yeah um but like you've been hitting your like panic attacks before shows and now that that's gone and now you've been like anxious in it like to me outside looking in like we've always gotten along because you've always seemed like somebody who like was kind of one of like the outside guys like you didn't need to like be in the middle of the circle you're fine being yeah. on the outside of the circle popping in doing your bit and then popping back out yeah like that's why we get along <laughs> it's like you pop in you snipe and then you get out but you're not like the bah, 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 bah. and like but now if you're like questioning that part like what what's up with that i don't know i i, I and i hate to use this excuse um but i i don't know if part of it is just like 
when COVID was happening, I had a lot of time just to like sit at home and clean shit up. And now that shows and everything's back and like, like the last couple of weeks, it feels like, you know, I'm going, like I work during the day and then I go do a show at night and then it's just, you're in bed and you don't have that time. I don't know. Maybe that's it, but I'm going to stare him down real quick. Hey guys. Hey, way to show up on time. Yeah, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, yeah. thanks for telling me uh, an hour later, man. <laughs> hey, here's the thing, dude. Um, we're, we're trying, we're trying to run a professional podcast. <laughs> we're trying to run yeah. a good, hard one, and we're dude. not doing good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ever ever since I moved down south, my work ethic has just really gone down. Everything is slower down there. Like you have to be okay with things being slow. And I didn't even know that yeah. Tennessee, I didn't like, cause I forgot like when I sold car parts, I had to deal with one part of Tennessee that was in central and one part that was in Eastern. And I forgot where the, the line was. So uh, this is completely my fault. Also, no, and like you're, and you're not like far off. My little brother moved to Knoxville like two weeks after I moved to Nashville and he's on the hour difference. So it's like an hour and a half away to have like a different time zone. Yeah. Also, sorry, I was just messing with you right there. I thought it'd be funny to uh, <laughs> it was to mess with, but then you seem like such a nice person. Now I feel bad about it still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like kind of my thing. Like uh, if anyone tries to like roast me, I just like kill them with kindness and then they feel bad. And then well, that's I win. my thing too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> I did do that with uh, let's get some inside uh, Appleton baseball comedy real quick. Uh, Cody Crawford-Lowski. Is that how you say your last name? I already fucked yeah. it up. And no, fucking look at me. Um, <laughs> I call him Sweet Cheeks, so I don't have to worry about how to say his name. Um, but you can yeah, just but use no. his first name. <laughs> yeah, I could. I usually say Cody, but um, like I went up on Wednesday, and you know, just however, uh, like just every once in a while, like Mitchell gets like a bug in his butt, and like just picks one person to like talk shit to. And it was me. <laughs> yeah. And I like walked in already, like a little stoned, and like I was, and I go, look, man you're going to have to give me 15 minutes to come back at you. Cause right now I think this is really funny, but it's kind of hurting my feelings. <laughs> I just had to like <laughs> walk away. Cause like, I couldn't, like I couldn't pop anything in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah, that, that happens all the time. Like whenever like you go in stone compared to like drunk, cause you're just, you want to, you want to chill and you don't want to have some, you know, like fat knockoff of uh, Drew Carey making fun of you for how you look when he looks exactly how he looks. I told him he looked like Mimi from the Drew Carey show. So that's like a very <laughs> funny, <laughs> like I pulled up a picture cause he wore like this fucking flowery shirt that looked like something she would wear. And I just, that's all I did. Like I Googled Mimi from Drew Carey show and found a picture that looked close to him. And right before I went on stage, I was like, you look like this person. And that was my <laughs> roast back. Like that's all I could come up with. No one else heard it. That was just like a very quiet, like, hey, you look like this person. Yeah, that's all it was. <laughs> and not be rude to everyone else. <laughs> um, that's such so a Cody savage Krampus thing to call me. somebody. Too. Yeah, Mimi, like a... Mimi is like rough. Yeah. But it's also a 30-year-old television show that nobody's watched in 20 years. Well, I live in Cleveland, so people still watch it on a regular basis. That's kind of our thing Where is here. it even available? In Cleveland? <laughs> on like WNBC? <laughs> yeah. Like late yeah. night reruns. It's actually on the Drew Carey channel there. He has his own <laughs> channel up here. 
It's pretty sweet. Drew Carey is like such an interesting that wheel fortune. Yeah, he's such an interesting figure from Northeast Ohio because like the frat that he was in, um, I pledged to be in. So I got like it a bunch a of like yeah, Delta Tau Delta, Kent State University. Um oh. And he was such an asshole that they kicked him out of like a party once. Like they kicked out <laughs> Drew Carey. And wow. then like, but he's also like a hero and he's now on fucking prices. Like, it's just like one of those weird, like, uh, was like that... finding out LeBron James is a bad tipper. Like finding out that they had to kick wow. Drew Carey out of a party is kind of a bummer. Was that before he was famous too? Yeah. So he was just or like an Maybe asshole? it was after he was famous. Cause like, it was oh, okay. like he came back for a party or something. Okay. Oh, so yeah, maybe he was like a normal dude, but then he got like the Drew Carey show and then just had this like insane hubris. He's like, fuck you, <laughs> you low life pieces of shit. And then they're like, Drew, come on. He's just Do like, I'm think- big man on campus now. And they kick him out of a party. <laughs> but could you imagine like the show that you're most famous for isn't the show with your name on it? Like, I would say he's most famous for whose line is it anyways? Oh, yeah. Well, that's- I forgot yeah. he did that. Yeah. I think now it would be Price is Right, right? Or no, he does Jeopardy. Wait, no, Price is Right. Price, Price is, is Right, yeah. Right. Okay. But who watches Price is Right anymore? I don't even think like anybody Everyone over the it. age of 60. Yeah, pretty much. It's still, it's still like I've uh, at like one of my old jobs before moving here. Um, like it was that would always be on during the daytime and on break, I'd watch it. It's like, you know, it's still it's not like Bob Barker did anything special. It's still what the show is and that's why it's great drew carey's just you know a different weirder looking like have you seen him lately he looks fucking insane he has like his giant beard and like his hair's all grayed out and just like slicked back like he looks fucking cool and he had like i saw a picture of him with like glasses like this but they were like blue frames yeah yeah and he looks cooler like he looks cool it's weird I want to get that famous where, like, I can finally lean into how insane I really am. Like, I think that's the goal is to just be like, oh, that's just like I I'm holding it together with like duct tape and and bubble gum just to like make it to where at some point I can just show up like looking like I want to. And then people are like, yeah, whatever, man. It happens to everybody when they're that rich. (laughs) How old is Drew Carey, too? Because he's like probably in his 50s and, and he just decided he was going to change his entire vibe on a whim I'm on it right yeah i mean he like american actor oh thanks for the clarification <laughs> thank <laughs> you so much oh we weren't <laughs> talking about the japanese drew carey oh fuck i'm so embarrassed yeah that's i me. like good middle names drew allison <laughs> carey um oh that's a rough middle name <laughs> He uh he just turned sixty three on May twenty third. Uh, happy birthday, Drew Carey, two months ago. It took you a long time to find that. Are you like using Bing or some shit? I was reading <laughs> other things about him. Oh, <laughs> I think he was using Bing. Whatever. I love, I love that you. Uh, like, he was in the Marine had, Corps. All you had to find was his age, and now you're reading about his early life on Wikipedia. He's very <laughs> interesting. Awesome. He's, I mean, he's like, he's not, I wouldn't say very interesting. I mean, interesting, sure, but not, I think varies a little too much. I need you to see how handsome Drew Carey is. You sharing Drew Carey with us right now? Is this a new picture? He looks, he looks great. Oh, that's when he's Oh, whoa. whoa. Look at how good looking Drew Carey Dang. is, dude. <laughs> I would not fuck with Army Drew Carey. Uh, no. I would fuck Army right. Drew Carey. <laughs> 
Could you imagine Jesus. going from that to like new Drew Carey though? Have you, looks have, do, you do you see like the most recent picture with like the hair and the beard? I'll find it. I mean, uh, you guys were just making here. I come up with quality content and you want to give me shit about it. Like, sorry, it took me a goddamn second. Now let me get on to the new Drew Carey. I hate Dude, that you're I like, t- I'm going to find it. And then you're going to start telling us about his life goals and accomplishments. You're on I mean, this is the welcome to the Drew Carey podcast. I'm Ray Roberts. <laughs> with us today is Cody Kropodlowski and Show Briggs. Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah, dude, Holy he looks shit. crazy. He's he got like awesome. motorcycle goggles. Yeah, they're like that's like uh like people in the 90s at Raves wore those glasses. He looks like fucking uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar in a basketball game. You <laughs> 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 like those those fucking glasses. Did yeah, you uh, did you ever Go see ahead. that show? I can't remember the name of it. It was on Comedy Central. And I think um I don't even remember who who hosted it but it was like people would go on and tell true stories that happened and drew carey did an episode or it's called like this is not happening oh yeah yeah oh, ari shafir's it was ari and but i think this episode was hosted by um she, roy wood, roy wood yeah 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 it's but great he, I, I hope they i hope they bring that back that's an awesome idea for a show sucks yeah. that ari isn't doing it anymore yeah it was it's honestly a that's sweet what show happens but... when you tweet about fucking kobe bryant yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually think that uh, he lost the show uh, when he uh, went to China and like like without a cell phone for like nine months or something and just left that show. I'm pretty sure then they just gave it to Roy Wood Jr. And Roy Wood Jr. is a thousand times better than Ari Shafir. Yeah, he's a, like I saw him like million. one time when he was a, he's a killer, too. He's unbelievably good live. Yeah, he's like uh, in he, Cleveland uh, a lot, isn't he? Yeah, he comes to Cleveland a lot. Uh, he actually recorded his first album at Skyline Comedy Club in Appleton. Oh, nice. Shout out to Skyline Comedy Club. Um, that's a good segue uh, to why is Cody on this podcast uh, and why is he late? Um, because <laughs> <laughs> Cody is like the first person in comedy that I started hanging out with uh, when I moved to uh uh, the state that I live in, which is Wisconsin, and uh, he hangs out. Or he's, are you from Appleton? Where are you from? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. It's like I lived all over the Fox cities. Born in Nina, lived in Menasha, Appleton, Oshkosh. I just kind of went everywhere in Wisconsin. That's my favorite part about that region of Wisconsin is you could just like say a city and somebody's like, oh yeah, I used to like any like you could just make up a city name and they're like, yeah, that's probably there. Um, <laughs> yeah. None of those sound like real places. They all sound like made-up names in Narnia to me. Yeah, (laughs) it's like uh, Wailiga or like Oconomowoc. Yeah, again, I have no idea. Yeah, Mosquito. Yeah, do we have some weird? It's all like Native American names. So uh, if you make fun of uh, my hometowns, uh, you're actually racist. So, (laughs) but now he lives in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, because he wanted to live closer to Taylor Swift, uh, big Swifty Cody Kropulowski. Um, but on the real, real, how often do you guys have to pray to Taylor Swift now that you live down there? Uh, I mean, daily, you know, like if you, if you don't, you're, you're going straight to hell and she's going to write a song about you, about you breaking her heart. But she like owns that city, right? Like everybody there absolutely Does loves she live there. Yeah, she lives there. Oh, she's the- from Reading, PA. So, like, it's not even like she's from there, but, like, 
every person that I hear on a podcast talk about Taylor Swift that's from that area, like that nobody even says a one bad word about her. Yeah, there's like some uh, there's some Taylor Swift building down uh, off of like Broadway, which is like their like main downtown area. Uh, let me look it up. Because I think the Black Keys and like Jack White are down there too. I'm pretty sure. A couple of Akron boys. Jack White's from Detroit. Okay, well, the Black Keys are from Akron. Do you know the Black Keys? I used to, before I really appreciated the Black Keys, me and my roommate Jimmy would play uh, Black Keys or White Stripes. And that would be our game because I would always say that the Black Keys just ripped the vibe of White Stripes. Um, and then, but now, now that I'm older and I can appreciate the, the subtle differences between the two of them, I'm a big Black Keys fan. Ten Cent Pistol is an absolute banger. Cool album. Taylor Swift Sorry. building, Cody. Why did it take you yeah, so goddamn long? Because <laughs> I can't find it. It just keeps like bringing me to like all of her houses in Nashville, and I don't want to find those. How she many are multiple? there? Yeah, there's like three of them. What do you need three houses in one area for? I don't know, dude. Because she's rich and she can. Triples is best. Yeah. I would buy a neighborhood. I think that's a good idea. I think it, like just buying part. a neighborhood would be cool. I mean, you're just talking about gentrification at this point. Oh, that's a valid point. <laughs> and oh, and trust me, gentrification is very huge here. It's very wild how how like suddenly you get from like this seems like an old hack bit, but it's just true about it. It's like you get from a corner where it's like drug dealers and prostitutes to like going over a bridge. And then it's, you know, places that cost $5,500 a month to live. And there's yoga studios and coffee shops everywhere. It's pretty wild. Is this the first time you have seen black people? Uh, no, no. I have one black friend. Thank you very much. Uh, his name is, uh, Bobby. Bobby, uh, Bobby Pegas, shout out, dude. That's my good friend. <laughs> shout out, Bobby. Shout out, he exists. Bobby. <laughs> he exists, I swear to God. <laughs> but don't look him up. He goes to a different school. But that's like my that's my favorite, <laughs> like that's my favorite thing to bring up every time I'm anywhere at like a mic, a show, like, and then there's like because again, Appleton inside baseball, like Caleb will be there. Clarence will be there and then it's just mm. like all white people because no black people live anywhere around there and then like you'll just start talking about like racial things not even racist things like racial things and you'll feel the crowd tighten up and then like Caleb's <laughs> always good to like get that pop where like all the white people are like okay the black kid thinks it's funny yeah, yeah. and you're just like yeah guys like I'm not gonna like I'm, I swear I'm not gonna say the n-word right now like it's gonna <laughs> be okay we're not right in your living room like I'm <laughs> I've got like a microphone we're not gonna do that <laughs> yeah it's always Wisconsin People well, saying the said, N-word or there yeah. not being a lot of black people? Well, both, I guess. Is Wisconsin predominantly white? Uh, it's it's pretty white. Um, white, I mean, I guess, you know, all races are there. I mean, I've met, you know, over the years I've met, uh, like, there's some chick that's going to uh, Lawrence University, which is like a private music school, like art school. Oh, uh, and she, like, came from, like, Jamaica and stuff. Um, so like, you know, it's over the years it's grown, but I, mean, I remember being in like high school and there were like, I think like three black dudes, like in, in our whole school. 
And then by the time senior year hit, there is, you know, it was like tripled. So we're you know becoming more of melting pot, but yeah, basically, basically very, very unseasoned chicken white. Yeah, Ooh. and like down here, like in the Milwaukee area, it's just very segregated. Like there's it's like it's one of the most segregated spots in the country still. And there's just mm-hmm. like pockets. And it's just a very like it's a very weird thing to like bring up especially to like people here like i'll talk to caleb after the show or whatever and he'll be like yeah it's like a very like because i'll ask him i'm like am i getting because you don't want to be like hey i have a black friend who said this was okay but like you want to know where like there's not very many like if i'd say some shit on stage and then like john bruton a cleveland guy will be like hey man that's fucked up like you won't even have to ask he'll just say it because Mm -hmm. there's like it's more like it's i People say Cleveland's segregated, but like compared to other places, it's it's more integrated. But like people will like tell you when it's fucked up. So it's like, hey, before I like get too carried away with like saying whatever I want because I'm just like a white guy in the room and it's yeah. all white people, like how close am I getting to something? And he'll just be like, it's it's just very weird. Like nobody really even touches it because it's like a very homogeneous kind of like not even just scene, but like going anywhere it's like all just like random white people everywhere it's very weird yeah cleveland's weird because it's almost like it's a like kind of not terribly segregated but the part that is it's like east and west side it's very odd how it's like one side or the other but i don't know Cleveland's a weird city i love it I just want to say, I just want to go on record and saying, uh, thank God, because I, th- I think this is the first time this has happened when like three uh, white males <laughs> are really diving into the problems of racism in this country. I just really want to like, good job us. Thank God for us. You know, I just want to see the news. The news tomorrow <laughs> is going to be like three white guys solved it. Good news. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did, we did it. <laughs> racism over thank god for these three white guys you weren't here yet but we decided that if hitler stopped with the polls like we'd be fine so like this is like before we all say something fucked up about it we should just stop while we're ahead i just all right uh, i'm offended i'm a polish so god oh it was because of your stupid name that we brought it up If this is like, if this is where we're at halfway, we are going to accomplish so much more on this podcast, dude. More than (laughs) anyone could ever dream of. (laughs) We're going to solve the energy crisis and global warming within the next uh, twenty minutes. How is how is Tennessee? How's the transition been? Um, it's like it's it's good and bad. Uh, I mean, they just I live, so I'm not like in the heart of Nashville. I'm like 30 minutes outside of it, uh, which is nice because it's like a very quiet, like nice neighbor. Like I live in the nicest place I've ever lived in, in my whole entire life. Like this house is ridiculously huge. Mm -hmm. I'm in my, uh, my roommate's, uh, podcast studio that he has set up. Um, yeah. So most expensive house I've ever lived in. It's crazy, but to get to anywhere, to get to an open mic, if I leave here at like five 30 to get there by six, uh, I'm going to be probably 15 minutes late. Like it t- should That's take true. me 30 ish minutes. I've been stuck on the highway for an hour. Like it's just, oh, there's shit. so many people that have moved to Nashville over the past, like four or five years that like, it's, it's, it's insane. I've talked to locals and they're like, yeah, I've never, 
the 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 influx of people moving here is crazy. I think it's something like 300 plus families. I want to say a week are like moving to Nashville and like the surrounding areas. That's a uh, that's insane. I didn't know Nashville. Like I know Denver, like like Denver and San Francisco have blown up, but I didn't know Nashville mm-hmm. was also such a hot spot. Yeah, it was, and this place isn't even blowing up because of like legal weed. That's why Denver blew up because yeah. they had legal drugs. You know, like yeah. this place is just blowing up because it's like warmer. I think that's why I moved. You know, I I wanted to move somewhere in like a big comedy scene, um, and I could have you know gone anywhere, but I was like, I can I want to go south because I'm sick of the cold, but I didn't want to go too south where you know like everything, every critter outside wants to murder me. You know, I don't want to. And the ocean's trying to swallow a state every other week. Exactly. Exactly. The ocean's scary shit. So I figured this is landlocked. It's a little south. I get some good food, a good, you know, melding of people. And I'm still, you know, within driving distance if I miss my mom. And, and like you guys have zanies, right? That's Nashville's club, the big club. Yeah. And I feel yeah, like we it's have weird. zanies. Hmm? Oh, I was just gonna say it's not the club's not weird. I'm just saying it's like cool to see because I think I follow them and there's like Nate Bergazzi still lives in Nashville, so there's like big names like Dusty Slay seems like he's always there. So mm-hmm. there's like Josh Wolf. There's like big names that are just in Nashville that hang out at the club. So that's gotta be sweet when you're yeah, uh, I mean trying to do comedy. Yeah, uh, Theo Vaughn just moved here, I think, last year or maybe like, oh, two years. I think, yeah, I think like just last year he did. Um, and in like Napier Gatsi, I think was, I can't say that. Uh, so I think Chad Daniels was like one of the first, you know, just, you know, straight up stand up comedians that figured out that you can live anywhere and still and still make it like he always lived in Minnesota. Napier Gatsi did Chicago, then New York. And then did L.A. And after that, he was like, all right, I'm done. You know, I've already, I have a good name in comedy. I'm good. I'm going to move back to Tennessee. And I mean, during the pandemic, he was killing it, dude. He has like a driving range yeah. in like the uh, in like his backyard. Like wow. what, what? So when everybody in New York was like, you know, sheltered in their tiny apartment, he's just enjoying the weather just hitting balls like but why wouldn't you like that's my like that's why i like uh where i'm at like before the whole shutdown happened that's why like when uh we moved here because my girlfriend got like a a new job but it was like skyline is an hour and a half away from here milwaukee's 15 20 minutes chicago's an hour and a half away property i mean it's like for normal people it's a little expensive but like let's say you like hit it big and make money like you can buy half of wisconsin with like fucking real money like you yeah. could you could build a castle here with for like what a one bedroom costs like in like san diego or something like it's it's dumb like and it's centrally located like you can go anywhere like i get that like all the media is on new york or on los angeles but if you want to be a stand-up like why wouldn't you be based in the middle of the country Hey, that's Cleveland, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I uh, I was I was talking about this uh, my first hosting weekend at Skyline with uh, Jeff Dye and uh, Rob oh, Ward, nice. and and oh, Rob wait, was wait, did, yeah Rob Ward. Yeah, yeah, he was hey. the feature. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were talking about that, and uh, Rob was one. He's like, yeah, man, you know, if you want to be on TV, then yeah, you know, LA and New York are going to be your 
your hot spots. But if you just want to do comedy, just you, you can literally do it from anywhere. You just have to have like a good online presence and learn how to market yourself. And that's literally what I'm doing now. That was like a big reason why I wanted to go to a bigger city mm-hmm. because like in, uh, in Appleton, uh, you know, I was one of the seasoned veterans I've been doing for three years and that's not, you know, like yeah. people are trying to learn from me, but it's like, I'm only learning because I watch a thousand hours of like, you know, comedians talking about comedy and I'm just regurgitating crap that I learned off of yeah. YouTube, you which know? is a good way to learn stuff, honestly. Yeah. But it's, but yeah. it's also nice, you know, now that I'm here, I'm seeing people that are five years in and they have merch they're they're marketing themselves. They have like, like, you know, very profitable TikToks. They're, you know, they're like actually doing it. So it's a pretty cool learning experience to like come here and just be, be a part of it. It really helps drive you yeah. too. Like it helps you just want to push yourself to like get better than them. Yeah. Or it's like that thing where like you always surround yourself with people that are better than you because you want to get up to the, if that's the bar and you're here, you want to, yes. you know, get up to it. Yep. Uh, well, I actually like... literally, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um so, well that's, that's like a... the thing with like cleveland is like <laughs> fuck it i'm going but like that's the thing with cleveland is like you have like that like i don't want to do like the cleveland versus everywhere else kind of thing because that's like really the only other one that i've been in but it's like you have people who have been doing it 10 15 20 years that still come in and pop in and like we'll hang out yeah. and then you have like the dudes who've been doing it for like this is their first set and like you're all just chilling like what we were talking to like bill squire about is like yeah he's like in the crowd watching the show with you like he's not big timing anybody so like you can like sit and pick somebody's brain where like here it's kind of weird where like you can't like you don't want to like it's people are like very comedy heads here where they're like if it's not pure comedy like i feel like they all think that they could hang out at like the cellar table like that famous new york table at the cellar like everybody yeah. thinks that they like they can hang out there and you're like i get it guys but if you hang out with those people they're gonna tell you about like the cruise ships that they worked or like the corporate shows that they're gonna do and how they sell out like they're not gonna sit there and be like well this is it's like you gotta like be a little flexible yeah yeah um i, I noticed that like early on uh with like a couple couple of like the local comedians where it it was exactly how you said like if it's not like pure comedy they just don't want any part of it and i started getting in that headspace because it's you know you're surrounded by that mentality Mm -hmm. it's gonna rub off on you um but you know i i started i like right before moving here and especially now that i'm here i'm saying absolutely fuck that like every everything's comedy if if you're doing some sort of comedy and you're doing great good for you keep keep doing it. It might not be my cup of tea, but whatever, you know? Yeah. Right. I, I used to, I used to really hate like meet like virtual media stuff, you know, like TikTok and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like realized during COVID that if you do that and it allows you to do more stage time at better clubs, then it's kind of worth it. You know, if it's like a means to an end, like you don't have to like it, but it's still gonna, it's still going to help you out in the long run. So it's like, I don't know. I don't have a TikTok. I remember yet, laughing but... at a kid who came up to me and Josh Volchko at the Funny Stop. And he goes, hey, guys, I have 600,000 TikTok followers. Do you want me to like shout you guys out? And we were like, nobody like, fuck it. Like it's TikTok. Fuck you. And it was like, <laughs> now that I don't remember who he is. He's like, I'm going to quit my job driving truck to do TikTok stuff. 
Like, uh, and we're like, whatever, uh, dude. And now I'm like, well, I wish I would have like gotten a shout out on TikTok from this doofus who we were just like, we roasted the guy, like not to his face, but we we're like fucking 600,000 on TikTok. Like I got 5,000 Bitcoin for you too. Like we were just like, <laughs> like the old people who were like, <laughs> like this is so dumb. Yeah, it's never going to go. You could take all your Bitcoin. You'll be nothing with it. Next thing you know, a kid's a fucking millionaire. He's probably killing it. Joe, did you need to... um, We'll keep going for a little bit, Cody. I got like five minutes and then I got to yeah go to a show. Did you want to pimp out the shows that you're going to be on slash the one that I'm going to be on? No, I don't like pimping myself. If somebody wants to come to one of my shows, they can figure it out. That's (laughs) that's how you do promos, baby. (laughs) That's fine. Um, But But, yeah, jump out whenever you need to. It's not a big deal. Um, Just curious what we're talking about. Do you know how yeah, many followers you need on TikTok to actually make money doing it? Like, I don't think you make threshold? money on TikTok. Like that's one of the ones where you don't oh. monetize on TikTok, but like you get like followers and like you can get like little like subscribe like people will like buy the products that you have. I get like oh. to bring it back to Taylor Swift. She just got a TikTok yesterday and the dress that she was wearing sold out nationwide. Like the dress that she was wearing, she shouted them out and they sold out nationwide. Wow. She was like, give it up for Forever 21. And yeah, and they just they bought just the that. dress. Like, you can get, like, gigs like that that they'll pay you. But, like, I know if after you get over, like, 100000 on Instagram, that's when it starts, like, people will be like, I'll give you $5 per post or some shit like that. Well, how, how many, don't you need, like, a certain number of people on Instagram in order just to have to swipe up to buy tickets and stuff for shows? Because there's, like, a swipe yeah, up th- feature on stories, but you need a certain number of followers. I think it's, like, 10000 yeah i want i I think well i think you have to be like maybe you don't have to be verified with that because i think like that's like a hundred thousand people or followers but no i mean i definitely wish the only issue i had with tiktok right away was that like i just kept seeing people recycle old material like that like was done on vine and it's like oh you're just doing the same thing so honestly like next Next thing after TikTok, because I think I've talked too much shit about TikTok to ever join. Uh, yeah, it's like it would like, it would be such like a such a tail between my legs. Like, well, follow me on TikTok while I do a fun dance. Like, but like the next thing, whatever it is, I'm gonna go find all the old Vine videos and I'll become I'll become thanks. super famous off it within like a year. Like well, I'll throw and- the clips up of this on TikTok, but like I and I will like follow back anybody who follows. But I just could not like. There's like I could not like I'll make dumb shit videos and I'll do dumb shit around the house, but at no point would I be like, "Hey, I need to practice this a thousand times to get it right." Now the two things that piss me off the most about TikTok are one, uh, just like people that just rehearse someone else's stand-up clip. They'll just like lip sync to someone else's stand-up bit mm-hmm. and get which, a like, billion views. And they'll get like a billion views and I'm just like, die. And then the second thing that really bothers me is like during COVID, the number of standups that join TikTok and you, you'll you see them post that on like Instagram and I'll just be like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Tim like, Dillon was one of those soul. that I got, I got kind of sick of hearing about Tim Dillon over yeah. like COVID. He just, he joined everything. He was like too reachable. And I was like, dude, I liked you as a standup. I can take your, I, I, I like your podcast a bit, but like, Jesus, are you on every single social media platform? Like Calm down, you cannot be that wrong about something and feel that strongly about 
<laughs> I felt very strong. <laughs> well, you you have Tim Dillon merch that I've seen you wear. Yeah, it's and it's awesome. It's uh, it's and that's from his podcast. But I'm not gonna go buy a Tim Dillon Clubhouse merch. No, 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 no. You don't like, need another one fucking those... chat room, fucking social yeah. media outlet. Get out of here. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where, like, where's the line of just, like, being, like, and it's kind of, like, the the uh, OnlyFans chicks are starting to run into it. Like, now that they're yeah. shutting that down, it's like, when do you just depend on that for, like, all of your money? Like, that somebody could take it away. Like, that's my problem with like getting super into the social media game is like all right what happens when like they because they almost shut down tiktok like forever ago like what happens if they shut that down like you're gonna go do reels on instagram where it's a completely different thing like and it's i don't know like you just get in that one i mean it's the same thing but it's got like a different like the way that it plays is different. Like the way that it leads into other things is different. Like the algorithm is completely different. So now you have to figure this other thing out and it's just like, all right. Like, that's why like being good on stage and just like, like I'll share the clips of this there. Like, cause you can come to this whenever, like it's not going anywhere. Like podcasting is not going to go anywhere. Um, Standups not going to go anywhere. You might not be able to do it in person, but like those skills you can like, put it into everything else doing random tiktok dances that, i mean that's you're just good at following other people's shit that that is like one of the things i wanted to do post covid is i feel like there was a lot of news articles that were like is this the death of stand-up comedy and i just want to like email all those people that wrote this now and be like fuck you yeah it, <laughs> it's it's the, the same clicks. people that dude it's the same exactly dude it's it's clickbait like there's the same yeah. people that like wrote uh uh, and I, I heard this in like a, like a, a Saturday night, a Saturday night live um, documentary years ago, where it was like at least five times throughout the 40 something years they've been doing it. Some news article is like, is this the uh, is Saturday night live and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not going to go anywhere. It's a staple. Like it's going to, it's going to be bad. And then it's going to get good again. Like that's, yeah. it's just going to be a whole like pendulum swing the whole time. Like this yeah. is the American art form. Like, this is, like, you can boil it down to, like, maybe the blues, but, like, it's, like, that and stand-up comedy. Like, it's not going anywhere. Like, plays have been around forever. This is basically, like, the most distilled-down version. Like, it's going to be, like, it's going to change. Like, it's going to be different. Um, You're going to bring more technology into it with, like, Instagram clips and, like, subtitles and all that other shit that like makes it easier to digest for other people like it's not going to be as special like it's i i've said it's like country music where like no matter what kind of country music you like there's some sort of country music for you like it's gonna get like that where it's everything but it's still going to be there like it's not going anywhere it kind of made me feel better yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like a lot of a lot of comedians are like trying to uh, do comedy differently, you know, like like Bo Burnham did yeah. his inside thing, which I thought was great. Um, but like there's like I think it's like, like Gerard Carmichael or something. He did he did uh, a special with no audience and just, just did stand up. He didn't have music to help it out. No after or anything. Which is just. Yeah, literally nothing. Just going up and like, there's no audience. It was shot this way. It was supposed to be this way. And it's just, it was, I watched a couple clips of it. It was just weird. Like you need, you need that laughter to, to validate if it's good. Like 
even like if you're watching it at home, if you don't have audience laughter contributing to yours, I mean, I'll yeah. still feel awkward as, as if I was at, at an open mic and someone's just bombing. Like, it's but I don't know how weird. they do it even in like theaters where like there's that because I've done like a big room where you have to like wait for like the laugh or the clap or whatever or like the words yeah. to get all the way to the back. But like, I don't know how like those acts who do like a like they do a theater show and they talk about how it's more of a show. Like it's not like a stand up set where you don't like, you know, where the laugh's going to be, you know, where it is. But like to me, like when I perform, it's so much like you can feel the room on like which way it's turning and like which way you need to do that. Or like, okay, somebody said something. Do I need to address it because four other tables heard it or did like only I heard it? Like that's so much a part of it. And I think to your like, that's what would be like missing if like people went away, but some sort of like something would still happen you you need those people that are gonna like push the limits though too because like even if he does that and it doesn't work it's like okay now we know you know and someone else will come back and try something else like if bo burnham did his thing and it didn't work people would be like okay why didn't it work but it did it it crushed but i don't know it's like interesting when it's new like that and you get to see evolution in, in process my favorite one that yeah. I think is going to be like the future is um, Hannibal Burris's last special, the one that he put out on YouTube, like where he had like the auto tune box, he would run video clips, all that other stuff on a big screen. You're like, this could have gone so south if it wasn't Hannibal Burris kind of taking like the shit out of his own. Like it, you, you could see somebody setting that up and being super serious about it. But like the way that he just instantly undercuts things like you're like, OK, this is fine. Like, it's not, like, a video show. Like, it's a live experience. Mm. Like, and it's, like, seeing something like that, you're like, oh, this is possible. Like, you can move that stuff into it. Yeah, I, uh, I never, I didn't know that he put out a special on YouTube. I didn't think he would yeah, have either. to. He's, like, so insanely famous. I would think every every streaming service would just be biting at him to to, mm-hmm. you know, pay him for an hour. Well, he put it up and like in the beginning, he's like, do you know what? The reason why I did it on YouTube is I can just release it whenever. So here it is. Like his like his intro was like, all right. Yeah. Like this is the ad for it. Like it's brought to you by whatever company. Uh, The reason why I did it on YouTube is like I could just wake up and decide to release it whenever. So here you go. And I was like, like, it's perfect. Like and it. And I love it. Like I would go watch it again. Like the opening bit is something that like. I talk like it's one of my favorite premises of like, all right, are you depressed or do you just need a new haircut? Because like there's nobody like and it's just like all the time I'll be like, am I depressed? Or like I'll like be shaving my beard. and I'll be like, man, I was really going through it and I didn't realize it until you did that like two weeks ago. You posted a picture of you shaving before and after and you were like, hey, your boy was a little sad. Yeah, like I, like you don't even notice it, and you're like, oh no, I just needed to clean up my face. Like that's that's all it was. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to grow my mustache back now, and I don't know if I shave this yet or what. Because I look gross either way. There's no winning. But well, then just go for as gross as you can go. I mean, if Winner. you're, if 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 both if both end results are are gross, uh, just go just go gross. Yeah, go doubling gross. down. On, I'm right. wearing a Bob Evans hat. There's no rules right now. So we <laughs> we fixed racism. We fixed comedy. Uh, Joe doesn't want to pimp anything, but it's also getting close to my dinner time. Yeah. Um, oh, I, so I was going to say, I, have to, I do have yeah. to hop off right now. I, I got to go to the show at 7.30. All right, bye, so Joe. Um, Cody, what do you it's need to you, promote? Cody. This was a lot of fun. Good meeting you, man. You're ever up in Cleveland, too, let me know. Absolutely. 
We'll, we'll share the socials and all that shit. Um, Cody, cool. what do you have coming up? Um, I have a, uh, I just got booked on a show at, uh, Zany's Rosemont, um, in Illinois for like, a for like a little showcase, whatever. I'm driving a long way for not a lot of time. Yeah. Tell which... them to, cause I was supposed to do that a couple months ago, but then like had like a small COVID scare and then got in my head real big. So when you're there, tell them how cool I am. Um, cause right, I just well. emailed them two weeks ago and was like, Hey, is this offer still on the table or did I ruin it forever? Oh no. Yeah. I'll, I'll say Ray, Ray is a, is a good guy and he's very healthy. He's insanely healthy. What day is that? Did you say the first? Yeah. Yeah. The first of September. So that's coming up. If I didn't have something, I would have come down. Um, I think what else am I doing? Cause I'm going back to Cleveland that weekend and like doing a bunch of other shit. So I probably shouldn't just drive down to uh, Chicago to hang out. Oh, uh, well, she's busy anyways. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll come down and see you for that one and just like drive all over fucking country. Um, that time. Dude, that'd be, um, that'd be cool. Cause I mean, I'm driving like eight hours for like, for like six or seven minutes. And yeah, that's uh, going to be, a I, long I, drive. Yeah, and uh, I also don't know if I'm getting paid for it. I don't think I'm getting paid, so most likely not. But uh, but I've I've done this before. Uh, I like probably like two years into comedy. Uh, me and Dan were driving up to uh, the UP in Michigan for seven minutes on an unpaid show at uh, one of their comedy clubs in, in Marquette, uh, and there was like a blizzard coming, but we were still gonna truck through and do it. And then, uh, luckily, I guess the headliner of the show, the highways got closed because of the blizzard. So we both got bumped up to 15 minutes and yeah. And they put up, uh, put us up in an Airbnb, which was super cool. So, and, and we got like a slice of cold pizza. So it was, you know, it was totally worth it. But now I have like a great, uh, relationship with the booker like this uh this dude vincent's fucking awesome he puts on such good shows at the Oradoc. um and yeah so i mean that's basically just what i'm hoping for this like if i do well there if i take you know if i take this hit which i guarantee i'm taking a hit um you know maybe they'll be able to connect me with the booker at zany's you know right yeah that's yeah. awesome and that's kind of like the that's really the name of the game like that's why every and if it's like because i'm i'm assuming like wisconsin people will look at this but like i like straight up i when i go to skyline even when i went there the first time like my buddy tyler who lives in chicago was like look for bridget um she's the one who runs that spot she's the one who bartends on wednesdays she's the one who like books hosts and all that so it's like you'll see me show up to skyline i go take a piss real quick I'll say hi to the boys real quick. And then I go and I spend five, 10 minutes and catching up with like um, with Allie or with Bridget or whoever, just because like when you're like hanging with them, like that's how I got in at the funny stop where I was at. Like you hang out at the bar, you talk to the owner, you're there all the time. They give you a shot. You take advantage of the shot and you go for it. So it's like just getting in there and learning who that person is and kind of doing that and getting the relationship from that. And Cody's frozen. So we're going to give it two seconds to see if he unfreezes. And then we're going to do... Oh, there you go. You unfroze a little bit. You were frozen for a minute. Yep. I went on a whole I was, diatribe. I was you, though, yeah. 
Um, no, no, totally, yeah, right. I know. I, I was hearing bits and pieces. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's and he froze again. All right, you I'm can, gonna do. Can, Cody, you keep freezing. I'm just gonna do your with... plugs for you. Cody underscore comedy on Instagram. Um, I don't know if Cody's got a a Twitter or not. Um, comics and like getting with them which is very important but this is hilarious but like all right cody's broken <laughs> cody underscore comedy on instagram um, follow him on other things through there. Um, we love him very much. We love you guys very much. Join the Patreon. Uh, we're going to have our podcast extravaganza soon. Uh, thanks to Cody. Thanks to Joe. I'm Ray. Uh, we'll talk to you later. If you liked anything that you heard on this podcast or you want to become a stranger yourself, make sure you go to patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R to hear out all the things that you have been missing on this episode, uh, the things that we cut out, the good stuff that we uh, saved for our strangers, and you can also sign up to see the video podcast so you can see us uh, live and in person, ad-free, with no edits at all, patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R.